going on, everyone? Welcome once again to the Real Life from the Basket and Beers Podcast Network. It's your boy Armando. As always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you all had a great weekend. Uh, first of all, let's start with a disclaimer here. This episode is was recorded in December. It was originally was supposed to go in, or scheduled to go in Paddle and Finn, but then the decision was made to part ways with Paddle and Finn. So. Since it never got in Paddle and Finn, I wanted to bring it over to my new podcast and uh, air it on this. It's an uh, interview basically with Frankie Provolone or Prolifone. Actually, it's his real name. I know he goes by Instagram by Frankie Provolone because it's a little bit more catchier with the cheese. Cheesy. It's kind of cheesy if you notice it. Provolone, you get it? I know. Horrible dad joke. But anyways, um, Frankie Prolifone, founder of... Slay Nation. I have a great relationship with Frankie. I started my tournament fishing experience on a kayak with the Slay Nation when they opened here in Texas. I've always encouraged anybody that wants to get into kayak fishing tournaments. Um, if you have a Slay Nation tournament close to you, you might want to start off with that. I know a lot of you, if you are new to kayak fishing, it might be a little bit intimidating to go into national trails or even local trails where a lot of, you know, those big names or experienced kayak anglers fish in your region or your state. Because the reality is if you are just starting to fish um, out of a kayak and bass fishing, you don't have a lot of experience like I did. You know, when I started kayak fishing, going into those big trails, you basically, you know, you're donating money. Uh, and that bill can run up quite high and real quickly. So one of the things that I love about Slay Nation, and you'll hear me talking about this on this episode, it's that it's very grassrooted, and yes, there is some competition here in Texas. We got Matt Wallace, Matt Biles, a young uh, kid by the name of Christian Cooper, who's also a great angler, but it does have the feel of that grassroots, even though they're, they're great anglers you kind of feel like the competition level is maybe uh, catered to somebody that's new into kayak fishing, and you might not win money right off the bat, but you feel, I think, a lot more comfortable if you're new to kayak fishing and you might be like myself when I started, kind of intimidated to hit those big trails with those big names out there that really know what they're doing. Uh, not that anybody here in Slay Nation, Texas, doesn't know what they're doing. But again, it's it's a good feel to it. Um, so I encourage anybody that's out there to check out Slay Nation. Every year I bring Frankie uh, to promote his trail. Um, he has it all across the United States. Um, and, uh, and we also have his tournament director for here in Texas, which is Robert Woodward. It's going to be his first year as a tournament director. So I wanted to bring him on and uh, kind of promote the Slay Nation tournament uh, trail here in Texas. So that's what this episode is going to be about. Um, we're also going to be talking about Slay Nation as a whole in national, nationally, um, all the states that have Slay Nation trails. It also has a horsepower uh, tournament, and it also has kind of like a John Bow electric motor tournament. So if that fits into your criteria as an angler, you might want to check them out. Uh, go to SlayNationTournamentFishing.com. I think it's the website. But uh, Frankie will, you know, fill you on the details in this episode. So I don't want to go on and on because otherwise what's the point of me recording this conversation with these two gentlemen? Before we go ahead with this episode, quick shout-out to my sponsor, Douglas Rods. Go to DouglasOutdoors.com. Check out their full lineup of LRS. X Matrix and award-winning fly fishing rod. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Woo! Frankie, <laughs> Robert, Woo! how are you gentlemen doing? What up? What's up, Armando? What's up, Robert? What's up, Frank? How uh, much? How we doing, brother? How we doing, doing, my good, yeah. brothers? Yeah, we, Frankie, we're going, Robert. Up. We're up here freezing our butt cheeks off. You guys are down there still, and what? What's the weather down there still like? Oh, and it was in the 70s today. Yeah. 70s? It felt good at work today. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. why I'm wearing Thanks, a beanie man. right now, honestly. I was, was going to say. I don't even know why I'm wearing a beanie. It's, because, it's Douglas. That's what it is. What are you sipping on? Is that a Yingling? Not a Yingling, yep. You know me. I got I got my beer. I knew it. I could tell, I tell by that label. See that? You like those skills? It's a great beer, man. We got it last year in Texas, and I love it ever since we yeah. got it. 
coffee. I've just yeah, said we've had it in the Northeast. I'll never forget Yingling because they never used to sell it anywhere for years, right? You can only buy it in New yep. York and I think Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. You know, when I first started dating my wife years and years ago, uh, her, my, my father-in-law has a hunting house up in the up, up, uh, Catskill Mountains in New York. And the only place where you can ever get Yingling was up there. And I remember every time we'd go up there, we always did Labor Day weekend up there. And uh, I always made a purpose to get some extra yinglings to bring them back home because they're so good. They are. It's all this brewing in America. So I don't know if a lot of people know that. If I'm, yeah. if the information I got is correct, yeah. all this brewing in America, and I think it's from somewhere in Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, I think. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, great beer. Yeah. What about you, Robert? What's your favorite hey. beer here in Texas? Well, I when I do drink is Bud Light, and I don't drink that much. So, but I do. Let me get one of these. Hold on. Food <laughs> from in Oklahoma City from the Coop Industry. My son, he's a he's a scientist there, and he does all the stuff for the beer to keep it from growing any bacteria. And he brings it to me, and when I drink, I drink that. <laughs> you know that is well earned college money really right cool. there. <laughs> yeah, he well he. he <laughs> He went to college for something else, but he likes to brew beer, so he just stayed there. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's right, nothing bad. Nothing wrong with that. But right now, I'm drinking coffee. That's good. Nice. Hey, can you sleep? Like, right now, let me, it's, Robert, it's like 7 o'clock in Texas. You can drink coffee right now and go to sleep? Yeah, I, I drink coffee. My wife made that cup for me. It says, Texas Fan and Fishing. That's my YouTube channel. Oh, Nice. She made that, and she threw that bass on there, and she hand drew that bass on there and put it in the oven and cooked it in the in the cup. Let me tell you something. Your wife does have great touch for art. That is nice. I'm impressed. Yeah. That's my coffee, man. I drink coffee all the time. Wake up, drink it, and go to sleep, drink it. Man, if I drink coffee at this time, I won't go to sleep till like 3 a.m. Frankie, let's start with you. Frankie yeah, Slay Nation, the CEO, president. Big Kahuna of Slay Nation, man. How's everything at the nation? Everything's good, man. Everything's good. Busy, right? There's never a day where we're not doing something. Slay, dude. Honestly, the last so next, uh, you know, 2023 is our five-year anniversary. We're calling it our Slay anniversary. We're uh, we're celebrating five years of slaying, and ever since it started, I honestly can tell you this: it has not been a single day where I have not done something Slay Nation related. It's 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 uh it's just kept us busy so we've been busy man just you know trying to build grow sponsors right that's where we are right now in the game uh and uh getting new directors like robert on board and and uh getting them ready getting their tourney x directors accounts prepared and you know anything else we got to do to prepare for another year because we don't stop right even though we just had our last slay nation event this year uh november 19th california horsepower series that was our last Slay Nation event of 2022. We hosted over 220 live events um, in 2022. So we're really proud of that. And, uh, and we hope to, uh, you know, uh, exceed that uh, next year, which we're on track to. So we're busy, man. I've always appreciated Slay Nation um, and what you've done. I know for, and I've always said it for a lot of people that are, message me and through social media or email and ask me, you know, about getting into uh, tournaments. I've always said, you know, Slay Nation is a great way to get started. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, like the whole, like, so basically our niche is how do we get people that want to get into tournament fishing? Where do they look? Where do they start? We all started somewhere, right? Like it's intimidating going into a real competitive club right off the bat if you haven't fished. A kayak tournament for or whatever kind of tournament and so our what we look for is high participation rates right and so that's when robert you know we were discussing in the back room is you know uh, i experimented with it in connecticut now connecticut's much different than texas and a lot of these mm -hmm. southern states we implemented a 10 inch minimum on the fish right and and some people in the past were like oh well the winning stringer is not going to have a 10 incher and we're like yeah well no shit <laughs> you know <laughs> here's the mind frame is <clears throat> That if you if you lower the ten inch minimum, now you have a newer novice angler team, whatever it is, right? They they happen to catch a ten inch or eleven inch or twelve inch, 
now they can count that towards the day and then towards their angler of the year points. At the end of a, an event, when you're new to a, a fishing tournament specifically, you're jacked up that you put something on the board. You didn't come in and skunk, right? So yeah. this gives a higher percentage for people to put points on the board. And now when people have points on the board, it's gonna, right, they're going to feel motivated to come to the next event, right? Now they start building momentum. Now people keep showing up. You have more people, right, fishing tournaments. It makes the pots higher. So those guys that are competitive that win, right, they'll be winning more money. But at the same time, um, you know, you're really trying to introduce, right, the next flow of anglers to build, start building clubs or fishing open events or whatever it might be. And so, you know, we, we implemented some of these changes to get, right, new people involved. But at the same time, um, you know, we're keeping the competitive uh, anglers as well because uh, pots are higher, uh, things like that. And not to say that the competitive anglers are just going to take the newer anglers money, but in most cases, that's how it works, right? They're more experienced. So yeah, yeah they're going to, right. Be finishing in a cash more until right. Newer anglers start learning and, and really, uh, you know, understanding how to fish and all that stuff. So that's like, I think you put it right. Is like, we have a great mix of the novice anglers. Then you have your competitive anglers, right. Ones that we all know nationally, sometimes regionally. And then you have your, uh, you know, middle of the pack, right. Guys like myself, right. I fished, big boat tournaments. I've been new to other tournaments and then I'm right in the middle where, you know, I could, I could fish. I know enough, right. To be competitive enough, but I'm still, I, I'm not top, I'm not top tier. Right. So it's a great, it's a great mix, you know, a melting pot per se. Yeah. And that's a good point. Cause uh, I wanted to touch on that. You know, when, when you're fishing a tournament, especially if you, if you don't have this vast years of experience, for example, Robert, I know you fished for most of your life, but for those that haven't fished most of their life and they're just new to this, you know, there's a learning curve. You can't just come expect to come to any tournament, whether it's Slay Nation, Hobie BOS, National Trail, or even any of the local trails here like Southeast Texas Kayak Bass League, which is loaded with talent. You can't just expect to, that you're going to be here and, and win a lot of money. You know, it yeah. might happen, but there's a learning curve. And anything that is worth the hard work, anything that you enjoy doing, is worth the hard work. And, and you know, we all have to pay our dues. You know, I remember Slay Nation, the first four tournaments, I got skunked. Now, if you're going to quit just because you're getting skunked on the first two or three tournaments, you know, you you have to build character. And and what, the fact that you're going to 10 inches, I think, says a lot because, like, a lot of anglers might say, it's like, well, a 10-inch stringer is not going to win a tournament. No, but it gives you something to hang, you, hang your hat on, you know. Nobody likes to go home being skunk. Yeah. But even if you don't win, you like to yeah. know that there is progress made. I think that's a great move. I've seen other tournaments, I think, uh, in Alabama. Um, Dan Perry was telling me their tournaments over there, there's just a three-fish limit, which I'm like, oh, that's too easy. In a way, that's their version of trying to help out uh, the crowd, the more less yeah. experienced crowd get on the tournament. But to me, that's like, that's a little bit too easy. I'd rather have a five fish tournament and maybe <laughs> lower it to 10, 10 inches. Like you mentioned, I think that's a great way to, you know, help people strive to, you know, to yeah. get their limit, but, you know, make them feel good about, even if it's just a 10 inch fish, Robert, uh, you fish lay nation, uh, this last year, um, I don't. I know you don't have experience uh, as a tournament director, but tell us a little bit of what you know got you into doing the tournament director thing, and you know what can you bring to the table uh, as a tournament director? People feel comfortable fishing Slay Nation in Texas. Well, I, I, I fished it last year, and, and I saw the uh, some tournaments had a, a, a pretty big turn turn rate. You know, a lot of anglers were there, and then some tournaments there wasn't. And I, and I was like, man, this don't make no sense to me, but I kept going because I love to fish. I learn new things every time I'm on the water. And so when the end of the year come and, and everything was going on, and I saw we didn't have no tournament director for Texas, and I was like, no, nah, Texas has got to keep on kayaking. If, if we don't have a director, we won't be having a kayak series here. And I was like, well, let me, let me think. I thought about it for a couple of days, and, so I called, I messaged Frank, and I told him, I said, look, if nobody steps up to the plate to be a tournament director, 
I'll, I'll do it. I'll step up to the plate, and I talked to my wife about it. She says, I'm just here to back you. Whatever you do, I'm going to back you. And then we got to talking, and here I am, the director, and all I can bring to the table is knowledge of fishing, my honesty, and my good vibe, and I'm a people person, and and that's what I bring him. I know. I like feedback. Yeah, and we appreciate that, Robert. I know I've heard a lot of good things. I, I, like, I didn't fish Lay Nation last year, but I know I've heard a lot of good feedback when uh, you were announced as a tournament director. Frankie, I know that, uh, you know, there there were some growing pains last year as tournament directors, and I know a lot of people were turned off, but it looks like you got a brand, a fresh new face. Um, yeah. What are the concerns for what transpired? Any concerns about that for anybody that wants to slow it, join Slay Nation? Yeah, so it's, it's um, right, I mean, out of four seasons, it was, a, you know, I, I guess it was something to happen, right? And so, um, unfortunately, we had to take action, right, on a director. It wasn't a representation of uh, our organization, how we run, or even myself. And uh, hey, we got we got when you get when you get talked about on Kayak Bass Nation, right? You're like, oh, what? Right? Uh, we was like, no, we don't want that. That has nothing to do. That does not reflect on this organization or myself. Um, so right, we took care of that. And so, yeah. So you know, um, I know for some of the members, right? They uh, for last season. I mean, last season we had like 60 people, 60 members in Texas in a Texas series, right? That's a decent size uh, for a membership type club. And, um, you know, uh, we thank them for all their patience throughout the season. And especially a big shout out to um, TJ Atkins and Robert Neal. They stepped up and helped finish the season out with the last two or three events, um, along with like Jeremy McCormick and those guys. I know a lot of people couldn't make some of the events, um, but they stepped up. We did what we had to do, send banners, send extra prize stuff, plaques, whatever we had to do to, uh, to make sure that, um, you know, those that were staying um, with the series, that they finish strong, right? As strong as we can, right? Because I'm in Connecticut. So I, I was like, I was putting, creating a tournaments forum on Tourney X. I was judging them as a director for the last few events just to make sure everything ran okay as best we could. And um, so we definitely thank TJ Atkins and Robert Neal uh, for stepping up. And so we're turning a new leaf, right? Because I, I, I definitely believe that our Texas Slay Nation could definitely be our biggest, um, one of our biggest series out of all of our Slay Nation clubs. You know, I mean, California had close to 70 members. New Jersey has like 65. So we do have some larger type clubs. But there's no doubt in my mind that our Texas and Florida clubs can't be our biggest ones. Right? Texas is so big. Even though you have yeah. all the Texas Kayak Series clubs, still, there's still people out there looking to get involved. Right. There's yeah. still someone out there looking to get involved. So uh, we got Robert. Right. I put a little feeler out there. Robert emailed me. Um, I thought it was his wife because it was said Melissa Woodard. And I was like, oh, look at this, a female director. She's got some cojones. And uh, especially <laughs> with these Texas people. And then uh, and then Robert's like, hey, man, you know, I'm interested. If no one steps up, we don't want to lose the opportunity down here. We like what's going on. And so it's like it's really nice to know that they are there are. Um, you know, anglers that kind of understand what we have going on, right? We Can we compete with North Texas Trail, all those big things that Duke's got going on? All that stuff is great, and I want to partner with Duke. I had to call him up. I called him up at the end of that season with all that stuff going on, and I was like, listen, this is not who I am and Slay Nation. Like, you know, I, I want to partner with you. I want to get involved. You know, we all want to get involved in the throwdown, right? Um, that's something we want to do, so now we have to earn our trust back. Right. And so that's OK. I have faith in Robert and, and myself as a team. And and so uh, that's our goal. Our goal is to put a, a better footprint uh, with Texas uh, Slay Nation and um, and get people coming back, fishing with us and, uh, you know, adding to who's who's sticking around. And so I'm really excited for next year. And Robert, I feel good vibes, you know, right off the bat with them. Um, and uh, we have some really cool stuff planned for next year throughout all of Slay Nation. So I think the Texas the Texas Slayers are going to get a kick out of that stuff. Yeah, yeah and uh, I, I, Robert, I apologize. I interrupted there. No, you're good. So you're good. I was just saying I'm ready. Yeah, and and that's, you know, 
we've seen it in national trust. We see it with Bass Master kayak series. You know, there's growing pains, and that happens. And one thing that I give props to you, Frankie, is that you took immediate action and things were corrected, and you can able to finish the season uh, strong and and made changes that were needed to make for um, uh, next season. And uh, I think anybody that may have any doubts about joining Slay Nation based on what happened last year should not be worried about that. Like Robert is a stand-up guy. I think he's earned the respect in everybody in Slay Nation in Texas. Um, I know you've earned the respect, not just in, in Texas, but it's Frankie, uh, but nationwide you know we you got a series now here in california well not here but in california west coast which uh props to you that you know going from from connecticut all the way to california and bringing a national yeah. trail um and but at the same time being grassrooted is something that should be proud of and and again props to you anybody that's interested in fishing the tournament yeah. whether it's texas or any state that slay nation has a series should definitely, definitely um, expect quality and expect uh, the very best from Frankie. And if there's any issues, we know Frankie's going to be taken care of, and I can attest to that. Frankie, other than Texas, and before we go uh, straight to Robert on 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 the Slay Nation Texas, what other states out there have uh, Slay Nation tournaments? Whether it's the horsepower, the you know the uh, kayak series, and any other series. Yeah, yeah. So our, our three main ones, right, our live events are our kayak series, small vessel series. So small vessel series is electric only, right? So John boat guys. Um, there, there are some larger boats too, right, like center console boats, but it's all trolling motor only, right? No outboard and and uh, canoes. So, and you can fish as a team. So like we get often, right, I direct the small vessel club in Connecticut. We got kayak teams, right, guys fishing together in a John boat right? Things like that, even some canoers. So, and then we have our horsepower series, which we introduced last year. And that's our, um, you know, so you have outboard, right? Bigger boats. We upped it to 250 horsepower for next year. So some clubs will have up to 250, like Connecticut. We have a lot of people interested in that, but it's all catch photo release. So we're getting a big boat guys and uh, using catch boards um, and hog trough. So we're excited about that. Um, so right now, the states that have any type of series, right, Maine, Vermont, New, uh, New York, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, right? Then you got Georgia, you got North Carolina, Florida, Oklahoma, um, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California, Minnesota. Um, I think that's about it. Tennessee. Uh, and then I have a talk with a guy from Louisiana this week as well. And then, and then we're still taking director inquiries. So we'll see what happens from there. So some of those states have like three or four series, different series, right? Um, like Connecticut, for example, we have one of each. We have a kayak series, a horsepower series, small vessel series, um, you know, things like that. So it's not just kayak oriented or big boat oriented. We kind of try to cater to all the different crowds of tournament fishing. And then we have some online things. We have our Lady Slayers online series that has grown. That's for women only. They could have they could compete in a in a bank series, a kayak series, or a boat series for the Slayer Lady Slayers. Uh, we have our Next Generation. That's our youth online series. So it's just like the Lady Slayers. The kids can fish from the bank, the boat, kayak. The good thing about the uh, the one thing I love about the Next Generation series is these kids are going out with dads. They're going out with moms, uncles, aunts, taking them out. It's a great way. Not for just the kids to learn how to CPR fish, but all and compete against other kids in other states across the country. But it gets people, it gets family time out there, right? Uh, which is most important. And then um, we have a new national slot series, a nationwide slot series. That's an online event. So our buddy Alvin Taliani, uh, he was the owner of Grey Goat Lures. Now he has a new business name called the American Angler Outdoors. And um, he's been doing this online slot series for a few years. And I've been following him. We became friends. And uh, it's basically, it's five, it's same thing, CPR, ran through 30X, five best fish. Four fish can be up to 18 inches. And then one fish can be up to or over 20 inches. So it kind of like evens out the playing field no matter what yeah. state 
uh, you're competing against. Now, he, I think we can definitely help him draw a big crowd, but it's also that's going to cater to, you know, some some of our, our anglers out there that maybe don't want to do the live events. It's a great way to get comfortable fishing CPR. And then the next step is a live event. Right. So the online thing, we can't hate on it. And then lastly, um, we're introducing a college kayak series next year. That's going to be like a regional thing. So that's going to start. That's going to be like Smith Mountain Lake in Virginia starting in like April, May. And then we're going up to Cayuga. Then we're going to be fishing uh, the Susquehanna River. Right. Depending on the, the river. All right, there's a lot of rain um, and it's too, you know, over, it's overflowing. Uh, we have a backup there, but that's that's the goal is to be on the Susky. And then the championship's going to be on Lake Champlain in like late August, early September. So that's going to be like a regional type college series, uh, kayak series for uh, any college students, really whoever want to. It's only four events. Um, so and uh, so that's pretty that's what we got going on right now for next year. Awesome. And. Robert, what we're going to do, let's talk a little bit about you, Robert. Um, well, you know, what got you into fishing? People can know you and know who the new tournament director is. Then we'll go into a few of the uh, Q&As about, you know, the tournaments, people that might have questions about what are the rules, regulation, prices, payouts, restrictions, and all that. So let's start off with you, Robert. What, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into fishing, how do you got into kayak fishing? Well, I've been, I got into fishing when I was a kid. So when my dad, we grew up, I grew up golf fishing and I've been just, uh, I love fish. Every chance I get, I go fishing. But uh, I started seeing a bunch of videos on YouTube with the kayaks and I'm thinking, man, I ought to try that, you know. And, you know, I always like fishing out of a boat and I always like tournament fishing. But I said, hey, let me give me a, a kayak. So my wife told me to go buy me one for my birthday. So I went and bought a little cheap 300 $50 kayak, and I ended up loving it. So my boat, and then I started looking for kayak tournaments. And then I come across Slay Nation, and that's it. Went from there, and I started doing kayak tournament fishing. I started online first, and I was doing them online, and then I got into the Slay Nation, and and it went from there. And here I am now, director, and I'm just going with it. I ain't going to stop what have what do you enjoy most about uh kayak fishing it's getting out there as the exercise you get a lot of exercise you know because my kayak i had to pedal around with a pedal i didn't have all my feet pedaling and, and trolling motors and all that i got exercise got to be out there on the water and just outside and enjoying it trying to get the bass in the kayak is, was a challenge at first trying to catch it with the net and get it in the kayak and keeping it in the kayak <laughs> was a challenge. And what have you enjoyed most about fishing the Slay Nation series? Just traveling to all the different lakes and, and meeting different people is, is pretty interesting. So, and uh, what are you most looking forward to uh, as a tournament director? To grow to grow the Slay Nation. I want, I want to grow the club bigger than what it is right now. And I want people to know that it's going to be honest, you know, and, and that's what I want people to know that they can come to a, to an event and it's going to be fun. I don't want people to come and fish and leave. I want them to come fish, hang out for a minute, get to know each other, and then everybody leave. So That's awesome. And yeah. let me ask you this, uh, Robert, uh, what's your favorite lake here in Texas? Oh, uh, man. I have to say Possum Kingdom Lake. Oh, yeah. I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, I like that lake a lot. So let's go over a little bit of the, I know, the most frequently asked questions regarding tournaments, Robert. Um, first of all, uh, let's talk about the angle of the year. Um, do you get a chance to drop points? Uh, if, you know, is it the best out of four lakes, five lakes, or does every single lake count? Every single lake counts. All right. We're going, we're going to do every single lake counts, and, and anybody can still enter because you still got a chance to win some money. You know, and everybody, all the people that fish want to win money. But, yeah, the angler year, that's what it's going to be. All lakes count. And for the championship, does everybody, everybody that is a member can qualify, or does it yes. want to be something like the top 20 or something like that? No, it's anybody, anybody can fish it. Anybody that's a member can come and fish it. 
Awesome. Um, five, you know, five fish limit like everything else, but yeah, in this case, we limit, got... Inch, it's going to be the same. 10 inches. A 10 inch limit, five fish limit. Um, as far as motors allowed, I know the answer, but just for those that are listening, motors yes, allowed. Control motor, yes. That's All it. Right. Control motor allowed. And as far as the definition of a kayak, uh, canoes allowed, uh, the kind of like the, the, I think it's the big sky, you know, one of those um, kayak that much more, more like a paddle board, stuff like that. What, what's, the, what's the definition yeah. of a kayak series? That's what I'm asking, I guess. I guess a paddle, I mean, a paddle board, I guess a kayak is set on top, set inside kayak. I mean, a canoe, you know, yeah, they, we've, we've allowed. Go ahead, Frank. Yeah, we've, we've allowed canoes and kayak. Yeah, we've allowed canoes and kayak events, right? Basically, a canoe is a kayak, right? Just has a higher hole. Um, and then um, the blue skies, that's what you were talking about. It's like the blue skies. Yeah. It looks like a little pontoon, right? It's got the pontoon floats. We've had um, Gary Peck fishes out of a blue sky. I believe Gary Peck fishes out of one. Um, yeah. And, and uh, it looks comfortable as hell. It's almost yeah. like, why wouldn't that thing looks so cool. It looks like a lawn chair sitting on top of two floats. Um, so yeah, we allow those, we allow those and paddle boards. I mean, you could, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've seen more paddle boards being used in kayak events, um, yeah. than ever before. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, personally, I wouldn't, I mean, I just, I feel like I'd fall off that thing. Um, <laughs> but people do it. People do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I I'm too old to be trying to balance on them ways. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> as far as uh, measuring boards, now I'm a, I'm a, before I ask you the questions, I'm a big proponent on catch only. Not, I'm not a fan of the monopoly on the market, but I've always said that is not Duke West Camp's. I think that Duke West Camp is the owner of, of Catchboard. Uh, I always get the names confused. That's not his fault, right? It's not his fault that he just provides a higher standard, you know. I wish other companies would, yeah. you know, get in there and, and, and provide a higher quality standard. But I know, Frankie, on, on the past, you have allowed hawk throbs. I know that's kind of like, I, I know a lot of tournaments out there just are not allowing hawk throbs, A, because you can bend it easily, yeah. uh, B, because the lines, because it's, they just, fade out the numbers and the markings fade out way too easily. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? And what do people have to take into account when signing up for Slay Nation as far as measuring boards? Yeah. So it, uh, it depends on, we let the directors like personally, I've always, I've always, and I still do in my own club, I allow the hog troughs. I'll be honest with you. And the reason is one, I just don't want to lose track of how all this started. Right. Like, that's just like where my heart lays with the hog trough is like, don't forget where the roots started. Yeah, we understand there were some, like, people cheat no matter what. Hog trough, hog trough, yeah. whatever. Right? Cheater, cheaters cheat. I understand that. Now, um, I, you know, majority of us, we all allow them, right? We all allow it. Um, but I do allow directors to say, hey, um, catch only, right? We do have a few that do catch only. And that's fine. I don't mind it. Um, like, personally, with the hog troughs, I just don't like to like we're grassroots and I don't want to lose that grassroots feeling like we have like honestly a lot of people have all integrated into catch right even myself I have catch boards right um, and I, I bring I have loner hog troughs though that I've marked and I've clear coded they're like green um, and I mean I never have a problem even on our online series judging a hog trough to be quite honest even if the black markers are messed up but they can't compete unless it's marked either so like they have to send it in I have to verify it. Um, and so we allow it. I mean, knock on wood, haven't had anything come up where there's any been so suspicion with anything. And plus our directors do a good, you know, we, we try to teach doing a good job setting the ground rules, right? Like, you know, Hey, you get caught cheating out of it. You're, you're done. Like, you know, like in Texas, in Texas, you get caught cheating in a tournament. You get put on that ban list. Oh, I, yeah. I know people I've put on, I know people I put on that ban list, Yeah, you know? So you know, there's no, there's no, it's not no joking around. So you set the tone, but um, will there be a time that we, we convert to all catch? Probably, you know, little, um, I, I was working on our own catch on our own aluminum boards 
uh, not few, not too long ago. And we're calling, we're, you know, sleigh trays. And uh, it didn't work. The manufacturer, he just was a, a smaller business. He couldn't take on the workload. So we're back at the drawing board. But, um, you know, we were trying to make our own. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you know, like our directors say, like for tech. So put it this way. In Texas, I'm going to say, like, Robert, I mean, what do you use, Robert? You use a catch board? I use a Hobie board. It's a, and it's a solid board and don't fold or bend or slide or nothing, but it's a Hobie, it's a Hobie board. Yep. Gotcha. It's the um, same thing. So as the, like, it, I it's mean, yeah. So like, I would say, like, I would say like probably Texas, I'll leave it up to Robert, but I'm going to, I'm going to assume like Texas is a heavily fished state, right? It's a fishing yeah. state. So I would, it's, our Texas kayaks area should probably be catch only, right? Just to, just to conform to, um, you know, the juices that are already flown in Texas, right? Uh, we don't want, we don't want, I wouldn't want to ha allow hog troughs and catch boards and have that hurt Robert's participation, right? A lot of yeah. our other states that they can, whatever, they don't, we can, they can care less. They're like, I don't care. I just want to compete. You know, I'm going to put my faith in everybody. If someone cheats, well, then we, we'll take, we'll handle that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've always been a fence with that, right? Catching hog and going all catch because part of me just really wants to always remember how catch photo release started and to not forget that. Like, that's really why I, I still allow it because um, I didn't want to grow old from that. And, uh, but, uh, you know, there could be um, some time down the road where we go catch only for all of our series, things like that. Our college kayak series is catch only. Right, we're great. We're doing catch only for that, um, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. No problem. And uh, Robert, another thing that I think a, a lot of people uh, wanted to know is the um, the membership fees. Right, I know fishing from Slay Nation from experience, the fee kind of outpays itself. You know, in in things that you get in perks that you get back just by becoming a member and Frank and Robert, you can both chime in on this. What are the, the membership fees that you need to pay in order to be able to participate and what are the perks that come with it? Yeah. So membership fee, it's a $60 membership fee, right? It's an annual fee. So it's from January one through the, you know, December 31st. And basically the reason there's a membership fee is a few reasons. One, you need, you know, if you're if you're a tournament club, I don't care if you're local or not, but you know, especially for us, we're nationwide. I'm not, you know, I'm not Boyd Duckett. You know, I don't have money sitting in the bank where I can support an entire organization. So the membership fee is a lifeblood, right? That's how we pay for insurance, which we're just renewing, you know, which is expensive as you grow. Um, and uh, it covers that. It's it's banners at events so we can promote our sponsors. And by promoting sponsors, you get the prizes, you get the discounts. You want to you know you want to get this stuff at events. Here's the things that we have to do, uh, and you'll benefit from it. Right? Uh, we, every year we do a jersey like Robert. I think he has his Slay Nation jersey on from this yeah this past yeah. season. There it is. Every yeah, year we defeated, do a jersey. My old beat up defeated jersey. <laughs> <laughs> every year we do a different jersey so now it's like it's like you know think of like soccer you know like in soccer like at the end of a soccer match most players like they they swap jerseys right so a slanation jersey you can look back and be like damn look at this was the 2019 jersey the very first one ever here's 2020 so here's 2021 so you can kind of collect them and kind of see how we've grown and then next year it's going to be our best jersey yet you know, Z Pro's making them, and, uh, you know, they're all hooded. They're going to be awesome, fully sublimated, meaning the colors on the side and all that. All those jerseys you see there that Robert's wearing, that's all in-house, right? We don't outsource that stuff. That's in-house, Sleigh Ray, Pennsylvania in the basement, right? That you, so you get your jersey. You're going to get over – we've always been known for our discounts, right? You're getting over, over 30, 40 discount codes. You know, we're talking some decent ones, you know, 20 to 50% off companies that everybody uses, right? Um, it also covers, you know, permits, right? Some of these directors, some, some states have to pay permit fees, unfortunately. And so we help cover that so that these events can go on in your, in your local club. Um, you know, you're going to get, uh, we're doing a Z pro slay nation package this year. So on top of getting your Jersey, 
right? You're going to get a package that has a Slay Nation Z Pro hat, a Richardson 112, similar to like what I'm wearing, just with Z Pro logo on here too. You're going to get a face buff with Z Pro Slay Nation on it. You're going to get decals. Oh, Robert disappeared. Um, yeah. You're going to get uh, you're going to get decals, toe flags, um, all these great things. Now, mind you, that that I mean that the package and the jersey alone, you're you're getting your money with, yeah. and the member and the uh, the discount codes. And then we're doing a, um, a pre-registration, um, you know, uh, uh, raffle with Z Pro. Two people are going to win either uh, someone's going to win a 12 volt, 100 amp hour, right, lithium battery from Z Pro, and then another member is going to win a 30, right, a 30 volt or a 12 volt, 30 amp hour uh, Z Pro lithium battery. So you're going to be entered in for that. And then on top of all that, when you show up to events, we're going to be giving out batteries at events, and then every angler of the year next year is going to take home a. 10 amp hour courtesy of Z Pro. Um, I mean, so there's some really cool stuff now. A lot of people ask this at our events, like, oh, how come Slay Nation's not giving away kayaks? And here's why. I'm not a, we're not just one local club, right? If I was a local club, one local club in Connecticut, and I go to Three Bells Outfitters, for example, could I could I maybe get a kayak for an end of year uh, event uh, award? Probably, right? Probably. Now we're nationwide. If I get a kayak, now it's like, now we got to sit and choose. All right, who's it going to, right? Am I, are they going to hand us? We have, this past year, we had 34 directors, 34 series. I can't get, you know, 17 kayaks for our kayak series. You know, not yet. We're getting there. Um, but those are the things we want to do. And that's we're, we're teaching our directors, like, how to get local support, reach out to local outfitters, tackle shops, et cetera, right? That's really how you build your local club. Um, but alone, just a membership fee alone, that's our lifeblood. And some people, right, we're not an open, right? We're not an open series, right? Some people ask, oh, how come Slay Nation is on an open series? Because that's not our brand. Our brand is built in clubs, right? Club, so a club is, I think of a club as when I was younger, right? Think about when we were all younger, eight, nine, ten years old, and you're in your local tackle shop. You see the older gentleman walk in through the tackle shop with that old school you know, bass club jacket on the shiny like starter bass jackets. And you're and usually those guys have fished the same club, right? They fish a bass club. They've been there for 20, 30, you know, some people 40 years. That's what we want to make. I want to make we want clubs. We want clubs in these states where we're giving people like Robert, like everyday regular Joe Schmoes, like all of us, that he's never directed tournaments, but now he has an opportunity. And he's probably going to make a great director, right? And it's going to build excitement for him and, you know, and, you know, get you motivated to be doing something new. And so we're building clubs. That's how each of our state, we're building clubs. And, you know, so he knows at the end of the season, he already knows, bam, I already know I got 20, 30 people coming back next year. Those are my peeps, right? So that's like what we're doing. And that's why we don't draw large crowds in our events, right? People ask like, oh, how many, how many people are you drawing at your events? Right, because we're not opens, we're not drawing a hundred anglers, right? Uh, 90, 80 anglers. Um, do I think some of our clubs can do that? Absolutely, no doubt about it. But we're membership, uh, we're membership driven because of what we want to do, providing prize packs at every event, right? You come to an event, if you don't finish in the money, right, your name gets entered into a prize pack raffle every single event, right? You might take something home, tungsten weights, soft plastics gift certificate somewhere, maybe a battery, right? Maybe it's fishing rod. Um, so like there's a lot of incentives, uh, you know, to fish them with us. However, there's so many great clubs around the country, right? There's so many great clubs. And we, I tell my directors, I'm like partner with clubs, right? Partner with North Texas or Central Texas Club and say, hey, you know, we're, uh, we're going to be, you know, you want to do a joint event. We'll make it an open. Let's bring together Slay Nation members and, and other Texas, you know, uh, members. So, um, you know, there's a lot that we put into it. And so that membership fee, it's not like it just comes in. And you don't see what happened to it right now. I will I will address like this past season. You know, we were behind on about 40 jerseys throughout the season, right? That people are just getting and some of their series ended. And that was because one slide issues size extra large was like impossible to find. Right. And so it just kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. And then um, and then we had a we had a, a, a sponsor, a partner. Um, which part of the membership package this past season, I created, like I like to tinker with tackle, and I created a Slay Nation jig, right? The colors all represented something Slay Nation. And I went to a buddy who owns a, right, saw plastic, you know, and, and tackle making company, and it's like, hey, 
Can you produce these for every member? I want to put this in our, in our membership pack. How cool would that be? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, guess what? We had however many members, you know, 700 members. I saw 100 jigs, and that was it. Never, that was it. And so, you know, now we're making up for it. So these packages that you're going to be getting this next season um, are going to be great. You know, they're going to be great. And so just, you know, we want people to feel like they're part of something bigger than just their local club. Like, I think Armando, that's, you know, that's, you know, like you, you've seen it. You've been following us. Like, you know, yeah. we're posting pictures of Slayers in, you know, Minnesota, Slayers in Texas, Slayers in Florida, Slayer. You know, these people start becoming friends on social media. Right, just yeah. because they're all wearing the same Slay Nation jersey, so that's like what we're trying to build, man. And then, you know, and I know we've talked about it before, like Slay Nation national events, like a national kayak event, right? We're we're doing baby steps to get there, and that's why we're trying to get in all these states, so we could do regionals, then do nationals, national championship, right? And so we're we're slowly slowly getting there, um, you know, each year. Yeah, and just that was a specify, long answer about a membership, no, by the way. No, but just to <laughs> specify, when you said Slay Nation jerseys, you don't mean that ugly bass and bruise jersey. Nah. <laughs> yeah, you saw this. You see, Polly, what up, Swamp Rat and, and Polly? Yeah, shout out. I, I'm just playing with it. Obviously, old tongue and cheek. I got a lot of respect for Alex and, and Jabber Hammer. We love the Bass and Bruise podcast, but yeah, <laughs> but yes, Slay Nation jerseys. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, I, I love the fact that you partnered with CPRO. I think CPRO is a great uh, company um, that is really up and coming oh, yeah. and really focused on, uh, on helping the kayak fishing yeah. um, tournament scene grow. So I like companies that yeah. invest Michael, in the Michael, kayak the fishing owner, community. Michael, yeah. oh, yeah, dude. And they're out of Texas, which is really cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're, they're all over the place right now. They're just exploded. And I'll tell you the one thing about – Michael, who's the owner of Z Pro, and then his team, Dave Melton, and you know Dwayne Beatty is helping us design our jerseys uh, next year. Um, and Jacob, like all great people, man. And I'll tell you straight up, if you're like in the market for lithium, go check out Z Pro Lithium. Um, you know, straight up. I know I got a battery coming my way. The thing is, I, I sit, I'm talking with Michael. This was maybe three months ago, four months ago. He's like, Frank, are you running lithium? I'm like, yeah, I got two 12 volts, 100 amp. He's like, what kind? I'm like, they're not your kind. <laughs> I was like, because I got mine back in last January off an of Amazon deal. And so, uh, but I know I got something. I know Santa's bringing me something, uh, some Z Pros this, this Christmas. So I'm excited to run them. But go check out Z Pro Lithium. Just a great, great crew. And join their Facebook group as well. Really good people over there, man. One of the things that uh, I think, one of the questions that I wanted to ask, I know that's going to be on a lot of people's mind, wondering if they're, you know, thinking about going joining Slay Nation. How is the payouts? You know, what, what's, is it 100% payout and what's the, you know, who gets paid? Yeah, yeah. So what we do is, so let's just say, for example, the entry fee is, right, it's, it's $58 or, or $63, let us just say. So a portion of that, right, goes to pay pal and tourney X fees, right, that we yeah. all know by now. Um, and yeah. we also, we have a director fee, right? We allow our directors uh, to take a $5 cut, right? And, that, and the reason we do that is it holds our directors accountable. Um, and, and here, and because, you know, in the past, um, I've had members say, hey, uh, you know, so-and-so needs to step up their game. We don't know what's going on. There's no AOI standings being tracked. Uh, you know, things like that. So we implemented that and that's a way for directors. Cause I mean, and you know, directing is a, you know, it's a selfless act, right? Without directors, no. we don't have tournaments. Um, it's almost like a little part-time job. You know, that's how I feel when I direct, I feel like it's a job, you know, you're there early, you're there later, you're setting up, uh, you're doing everything you got to do, sponsors, all that stuff. So there's that. And then other than that, the rest is in, the rest is in the pot. So first, second, third, and big bass, right? Monster bass get get payout. Um, uh, I don't I don't know the percentages off the top of my head, um, but it's pretty much just you know it's not a well it's a hundred percent payout after you take out the fees, right? Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, no, 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 that, that we understand. Fees. Yeah, but I don't know the exact. And it's percentage. the top. Uh, it's still the top three, right? Yeah, we do first, second, third, and monster bass. Uh, and monster bass, and, yep. and then, uh, and and then that, everybody the, the else. The payouts are going to be depending on how many people 
show up. Exactly. It's all yeah. based out on your turnout. You know, you could be paying out, you know, you know, for example, our, our California horsepower series, you know, they, they actually upped their entry fee. They did a hundred dollar entry fee. Right. And so, I mean, there were some tournaments up over there with $2,000 was taken yeah. home, you know, and that's just a little, you know, I mean, a local, right. I guess grassroots club, like that's, there's, yeah. the, there's some, there's some chunk of change. That's why when you join, when you join a club or a trail or event, whatever it is, show up, right. It makes the payouts better. Let me ask you, Robert, in case Frankie might have to be ready for for the answer if Robert falls off. I know you're having a little trouble uh, with your connection. But, Robert, yeah, real quickly. Out on me, man. <laughs> real quickly, I know um, a lot of times and in the past, and this is not just Slay Nation, uh, by the way. This, it's involved uh, pretty much every tournament. There's also that, uh, you know, kind of like uh, stigma of should a tournament director be participating as in tournament angler will you be taking that we lost it well i'll ask you frank in case he he we can't get him back was is the tournament director allowed to fish the slay nation tournaments yes yes we are a majority of our directors fish them and that is how that's how like not for nothing that's almost oh here he comes well that's kind of that's how slay nation was founded right i was fishing big boat events i fished eight years right, as a non-boater. Uh, go ahead, you can ask Robert. Go ahead, why don't you ask him? Robert, real quickly before you fall out again, um, <laughs> are you going to be fishing the tournaments yourself? And, you know, there's always that question, it's like, well, you know, you got to have access to the waypoints, you know, who's going to judge your fish? Are you going to be fishing it? And if you are going to be fishing it, what are you steps you're going to take to avoid any controversies, if at all possible? I want to, uh, if I do fish it, I want to make sure that I have another judge in there. So that way they won't think that I don't want nobody to, to feel like they're being cheated because I, I want everything to be honest. So if I, if I do decide to fish, I'm going to have another judge helping me. So that way they'll, it, it will feel more comfortable for people. Instead of me going out there fishing and judging all the fish, that don't, even though I'm not going to cheat, it don't look right. Yeah, I know. And we got his answer just before he fell off again, so that was perfect timing. I know uh, in the past, I know for, for some trails, that's been uh, a big question. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it, but I understand. Yeah, my it, all, it all depends. Always, yeah, it, yeah it, all, it all depends. You know, like, for example, I fish and I direct. Right. I fish, I direct, I judge all my clubs fish. I think it's all dependent on the rapport that you have with your club. Um, you know, like that's how Slay Nation started. Right. Like I was, I was fished eight years as a non-boater and then, you know, that I saw something, uh, a post or, or something. And I was like, all right, you know, I, I used to direct for another small vessel thing that, you know, went South right years ago. And, um, and I love the concept. And I was like, well, what a great thing. I can schedule, I can fish tournaments. I get to schedule them based off my personal schedule, right? Because, right, family life, all that. And I, and I want, and, and I love the fish just like everybody else. So, um, you know, so I, get, I think it all depends the type of tournament it is. If you're doing a national event, right, obviously the director should just be directing. Um, if it's local, I think it's whatever. Right, whatever. Like what Robert said, that's what a lot of our directors do. You know, some of our directors just don't feel comfortable judging and fish, right, and directing their, uh, you know, and fishing their own events, and that's fine. I said no problem. We don't force people. We'd say, hey, do what's best for you, and they'll just say, hey, like Robert will put a post out. Hey, y'all, I got a you know tournament in two weeks. Anybody available to judge? It happens every every. It happens every event. In Slay Nation, every event, there's always like five, six people. Yeah, I can help out. I can help out. All right, cool. Add me as a judge. So it all depends on what you do. It depends on your rapport. Like I could see if you're a director winning like almost all of your events, right? People are going to be suspect. Yeah, right. yeah I, I, I haven't even come top five, <laughs> top six, top ten. Like the one time my partner and I, he's my co-director, the one time we came in like third, like – I even felt weird announcing. I just announced his name, not my name, because I do the announcing, the emceeing. And uh, people went nuts for us. You know, they went nuts for us. So it really depends on a rapport, who you are, if you, if you fish it. So I know there's a fine line with that. But that's one thing I tell our directors when we interview them is like, hey, you're allowed to fish your events if you want. 
And I'm like, but if you start winning all of them, people are going to be like, yo, this dude is, yeah. they, then they're going to think there's things going on. Right. But you know, it, it all depends. Like it's, it's one of those fine lines, but we personally, we don't mind if you fish your own events. Um, so but Robert, he already answered the question, so he's he's a good guy. So Robert, he's going to have hot dogs and hamburgers at every event. <laughs> so yeah, let me at, ask you at, this, at Robert. The end of the tournament, yes. Before we lose you again, you've been. Uh, let me not jinx it, but quick question. I know one of the things that uh, was talked about in the Slay Nation group page is captain's meeting. Uh, and I wasn't. A, I'll be honest. I wasn't a big fan of getting up extra early to do, go a place and then have to meet the captain and all that. Are you going to do online captain's meeting or do you still have to show up to a place before you launch? Well, I don't, I really, you know, I thought about the virtual deal because I wanted the feedback, but then, you know, further talking and I talked to Frankie and, you know, and it, things, you know, we, we want tournament fishing. You know, we want people that fish tournaments and, and anybody's going to say, yeah, let's do a virtual meeting and you, you'll never see them in a tournament. So, at this time right now, really, I'm still undecided on if I want to do a virtual or a captain's meeting in a parking lot because it's going to be a roadrunner type style tournament. So I'm really, I, I don't have a 100% definite answer on that one yet. Yeah, we're going to wait. We're going to wait because you know how it is, Armando. You go in a group yeah. and then you're going to get people chirping in that aren't even a part of it, right? So yeah. I told Robert, I said, hey, man, make your decision once you get your members and then roll with them. Be like, hey, what do you all want? Right? Boom. Oh. And then and, and go from there. But you, you kayak. Y'all kayakers are spoiled. You don't even have to show up to the ramp. You just get to go wherever you want. Well, they want. I, well, I'm always... show up to the ramp at, at, at Slay Inn because if they want a hamburger and a hot dog, <laughs> Frankie, you wanted to add something there? Yeah, I was just saying virtual captain meetings, they're great. I understand what they're done. I uh, think, you know, that we learn as a director is some of your members aren't on social media, right? Some people just yeah. aren't. So I tell directors, like, hey, if you're going to do a virtual captain's meeting, make sure everything you talked about goes in an email as well, right? So yeah, that people have something to, you know, look yeah. back on. Even like, you know how it is with identifiers. Some people just don't even look it up on Tourney X sometimes. They, you know, they're just like, yeah. what is it? And you're like, well, you could look it up on Tourney X on your dashboard or check the email. So there's always like three points of contact, right? Tourney X has the information. Email is always king, God forbid. And then you have your, right, if you do a virtual captain's meeting on your Facebook group page, um, you know, you just want to make sure you cover the bases. We, as directors, we have to make it so that it's like almost foolproof. Right, almost because it's going to make our jobs easier, right? Yeah. In the long run. Um, so yeah, Robert's got it covered. So gentlemen, I've had you for an hour, and I really appreciate your time. I don't want to take too much, especially Frankie. You and you know you're a family man, and you're up in the Northeast, so it's a lot later for you than it is for me and Robert. So I want to again thank you for taking the time to coming up. Um, I wish you the best uh, for for Slay Nation nationwide, and looking forward to what we see in Slay Nation here in Texas. I know a lot of people are excited to have Robert as a tournament director, and you know Robert here in, in Paddle and Finn and Bass Kayak and Beers podcast. You know you can count with our support. Anything you need to help, and Frankie, you as well. Anything we can do to help Slay Nation grow, especially in the kayak fishing community, we our resources are at your disposal. I appreciate, appreciate it, brother. Thanks as always, man. Hey, crushing it, Armando. Your podcast is crushing it, dude. Keep up the great work. I appreciate work, it, dude. man. I appreciate yeah, lots it. Lots of good interviews. I, so, and yeah, you're part of it. So, thank you, Frankie, for taking the time. Any last words, gentlemen? Any anybody you want to thank, sponsors, or anything like that? I just want to Go thank ahead, you for having me on the podcast. I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it, my honor. Perfect. Yeah, thanks and a I lot, Armando. Let us give me the opportunity. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for letting us keep uh, Texas on our map, man. Um, but Armando, thank you for inviting us on, dude. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, Paddle and Finn has always been great supporters of Slay Nation. The very first podcast I ever done back in 2019, 2018, 2019 with Dan and Sam, Dan Perry and Sam Jones on the reel down. And then uh, anybody watching, hey, go check us out. SlayNationTurnamentFishing.com. Right. And uh, even if it's not for you, you got a young angler or, or, or a slady in your life. We got lady slayers and next generation. So check it out, y'all.
And thank you again, gentlemen. And for those out there listening, if you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Go check out the sponsor, Douglas Outdoors. Go to douglasoutdoors.com. If you're going to be on the water, wear your PFDs, most importantly. If you're going to have a couple of beers while you're on the water, just make sure, people, just make sure you drink responsibly, especially now with the weather getting cold. Hyperthermia is another factor you need to take care of. So make sure you are taking care of yourself out in the water, nature, can give you a curveball every now and then. Make sure you make it back home to your loved ones. Have a great night, everyone, and great week. Peace out. Hey.